0: Welcome to Ron Book Pod, Inclusively Yours. Today, I'm joined again by Melanie as my co-host while Mika is out. Hi, Mel. Hi. And I am really excited for this month that we are celebrating libraries because I love libraries. And our guest today is Jess Pride is a librarian for a public library system in Arizona and she co-hosts the When in Romance podcast which I listen to every week. So welcome Jess. Thank you. Hi I'm Jess. Glad to be here. Hi. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us today. So Romance Landia loves libraries and librarians in general I think most of my timeline, at least on Twitter, and in general loves, romance, loves uh, librarians. Um, but I wanted our readers to like better understand libraries and like library collections. So sure. I wanted to just kind of ask you a few questions about like what is um, your library in Arizona, like the romance collection kind of look like there?
1: Well, uh, one thing that I can say about the the library that I work at, I I'll I'll be o- go ahead and be open. Everybody knows who I am. I work um for the Pima County Public Library, which is centered in Tucson and then goes sort of all the way across the bottom of Arizona. And we have like a a customer driven collection, so every customer can request. 30 books a month, and we have several that are romance readers who will, on the first of the month, just like, go ham for the, the new collection, and um, but
0: Wait, overall... so, so every every person can, like, recommend your library purchase 30 bucks? Yeah, I mean, wow. we won't, we, we won't always buy them.
2: Oh, okay, that's... But 30 oh, bucks... Wow! So... Ours is like 5 per month.
0: I know. <laughs> you just blew my mind.
1: We we can, we won't always get all 30 and sometimes it's like we've already bought those just wait for them to show up in the catalog. But um d- yeah, that is something that is open to every person with a library card in the system, which is great. Um Okay, that's
0: amazing also- because mine is like impressive. Uh, yeah, mine is like between I think 5 to 10. I keep track because I I recommend like wildly and mine buys quite a few of my recommendations and I love it so much but 30 is so impressive
2: yeah no that's amazing that's amazing I am truly jealous it's it's
1: very impressive I was very surprised when I started here it was like wait what really (laughs) um it used to be like three a day or something and they had to like stop wow
0: do your like do your patrons super love that system
1: we have, we have some, like, super users who are all about it, and then some, like, don't really know about it. So we try to remind people that that's a thing they can do.
0: Oh um my
1: gosh. Maybe not all, like, a million people oh. in the county, because. Well,
0: uh,
2: yeah. Huh.
0: Okay, I'm, like, all a flutter over here, because I'm just so <laughs> taken aback about know, that. That's, that's, like, the like best real. I've ever what are you heard. Amazing. Yeah. I, I need to, like, but... send this to, like, every library, and I know, and be like, okay, Seriously. this is like our
2: 5 a month is truly lame by comparison. Well, you might have a a
1: bigger like purchasing department than we do. We have we have we only have 3 people who do basically all of the selection oh. for the live. So, it helps it also helps with like missing things. Right. Um, we try to keep ahead of the ahead of the game with stuff and but you know, there are a lot of books.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: That's impressive. That That's very impressive. So with um, romance, is that something, does your library have any, like, do they take advantage of, like, special programming or features with romance that they um, try to, like, play specifically to romance or, because I know not all libraries do that.
1: Yeah, like, we don't separate them out. They're all in, like, the big fiction section usually. Okay. But, you know, we get a lot of especially you know the the mainstream and traditional publishing are very easy to get we end up with a lot of harlequins and we end up with a lot of harlequins in Spanish
2: which is really
1: interesting I tried picking up like just like a tiny like 120 page desire in Spanish just to see if I could read it and you know there's vocabulary that It's very interesting when uh, when you're trying to read a romance novel in Spanish, but we have enough of a population who's into it that we can keep those at at a bunch of libraries.
0: Interesting. And so you just mentioned traditional romance, which this was a question I specifically wanted to ask you about because one of the because I'm such a big library fan and recommend I recommend my library all the time, and what I try to recommend to mine as Indian self-pub because I know that they are more likely to know about the traditional. Um, Mm -hmm. And I know it's harder for Indian self-pub. And how do you think that um, like those kind of authors can work with libraries to get that themselves into libraries?
1: The easiest thing that for authors who are doing that is to um, get onto Overdrive and I guess Hoopla too. Like um, we don't have Hoopla, but a lot of libraries do. And uh, like that, I don't know if it costs anything for the authors to add them on there, but they can also set their own price on Overdrive. So I know that there are some indies that we've bought from Overdrive for the same price that the consumer would buy them, but we get however many checkouts that they can. And also, um, I know that there are some people who can't get on Overdrive because they're on Kindle Unlimited or one right. of those other restricted ones but we can buy them from ingram in print so if they know that then they can they if they know that they can put those available and there are other um there are other library vendors that will also do print on demand for self-published books so like it's just knowing that i know that some libraries have very very strict purchasing policies like it has to be reviewed in a journal or something I don't know um but
0: (laughs) I've heard a few authors talk about that before but that's wild to me Mm
1: -hmm. yeah I don't get it like there are so many books how
0: how is any journal going to keep up exactly and that's wild to me also that each library has individual roles which I guess makes sense because obviously not all libraries are going to follow the same rules so I guess that only makes sense. But that's really interesting to me, though, that there's um, different ways that they can get on there. I didn't I was not aware of that. So it's interesting. Thank you for that. Sure. I want more um, self-pub to be able to be in libraries. I, my mission is because I live in Ohio. My mission is for like all of Ohio to be able to like have access to different self-pubs. So I constantly um, one of my libraries is the Ohio Digital Library. And mm. they have almost all of Katrina Jackson books now. because I love I, that. Because nice. I personally recommend every single right. one. And then I go through and like, we'll recommend like Cash L. Harrison, anyone that is available and like chun C. C Higgins, anyone that's mm. available through there, I will recommend because I'm like, they have to have access. Mm-hmm. It is such
2: a thrill when I recommend a book and then I get a notice that they bought it. it like the power,
0: I mean, yeah. it's real. <laughs> Truly, I feel like She-Ra, just most amazing. Okay, well, that's super interesting. So, okay, so obviously we all love libraries. So what was your relationship to libraries like growing up just when you were, because I loved libraries when I was growing up. Obviously, you're a librarian now. What was your relationship to libraries when you were growing up?
1: I was actually really bad at libraries as a kid. Like, I, you know, we took school trips to the library, check out a book, you take it back the next time you go. But as I got older and had to do it on my own as like a a tween, I was really bad at going back because the, the big library that had all of like the good YA stuff was a bus ride away. From my house or from my school, which was another bus right away, right? Um, I grew up in d c. so there it's a weird layout of where there were actually wow. libraries based mm. on where people were living. So I I would, like, just not take books back. And then, like, three years later, it's like, oh, I guess I need another library card because they purged me. Um, but now I don't have to have late fees. So, hey, now I can do research for school. Um, so <laughs> it, it's kind of funny where it ended up because I was so bad at using libraries as a kid, even though I really liked the concept. But actually using them was just, like... It wasn't great
0: <laughs> okay so that makes sense though if you weren't able to like her. yeah and what about you Mel I know that you grew up in I did you grow up in a small town
2: or was it a big- well so it was in Ohio it was also in Ohio when we first moved here and it was we lived in an apartment and my mom and I would walk to the library like it didn't matter if it was winter with like or if you just snow outside or in the summertime We'd walk to the library and the rule was I could check out as many books as I could carry home myself.
0: That was my rule too. Yeah. That's a great
2: rule. But like walking with like a whole pile of books, like it's a real, yeah, it got interesting real fast. Um, (laughs) But I I loved the library and I remember the librarians there were always like so amazed because like I would come back like less than a week later and they'd be like, did you read all of these already? I'd be like, yep, yep, I'm done. I need more. But yeah, it was great. I've always had such an affinity for libraries. And now it's funny because my 10-year-old just emailed her school librarian to ask for um, book recommendations. So she's following in our footsteps.
0: I love your daughter so much because I feel like she is just a little you in some ways. (laughs) And I had that same kind of relationship, except I, well, when I couldn't carry them, I would just take my little red wagon. And then I,
2: and so then I would, the
0: plan. those like picture books, I would have so many of those and I would walk home and <laughs> it was just ridiculous. And my grandpa would go driving by and he'd be like, Mindy Star, just get in the car and we'll <laughs> take the entire red wagon home. And I'd be like, okay. Oh, I love it. It's so cute. I just love libraries so much. But now that I only read digital and Mm -hmm. it's so nice because I had so many late fees when I was little and my mom would get so mad at me. And it's so nice that I don't have to worry about that anymore because I can just click a button on my phone and turn it back in. Mm -hmm.
2: The pandemic has really helped with like libraries and digital reading because our library has been closed for like the last several months. And so I could just check out all the eBooks. Super easy
0: yeah it is nice yeah the libraries here um increased a lot of the I don't know if it has been everywhere but they increased a lot of the um digital like how many you could take out at a time yes Yeah. okay that's good and so when we were trying to come up with like the theme besides you know we love libraries because that's what the theme was this month we were trying to think of what kind of book theme we wanted to do and Melanie came up with meta books and I had never even thought of that as like what that would be for books until last month I think or last time we did bingo because that was Mm -hmm. a square yeah and it had never even occurred to me and meta meaning um self-referential or referring to romance or writing in the text now is that anything that either of you had ever like really thought of in terms of books before this I will say I I it's come
1: across like I've seen it before as a as a term so luckily like I I knew what what it was and I'm not sure when that became like a a thing as far as like oh yeah this is this is exactly what a, a meta romance is but it's it's slowly made its way into my vocabulary yeah
0: Because when I was, when I was doing bingo, I was like, oh, crap. And then I realized that I had read books like that before. But until then, I hadn't even thought of it.
2: Yeah, bingo was the first time I was like, oh, that's what this is. And then you and I were talking about it. And I was like, I don't even know what books I've read that might have this. And turns out there was a surprising amount.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So what kind of meta recommendations um, for books do you have for us Jess?
1: Well, the first thing that came to mind, which is probably the first one I read that qualifies as this. so it's it's a little older, is uh, playing the part by Robin Covington, which is about a romance author whose book is being turned into a movie. So it's just like all kinds of. <laughs>
0: that. Now is that like a, a harlequin? It's um
1: an entangled, so it's still technically a category. Oh, um, category. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, of. yeah. Because entangled does categories too, even though a lot of people don't really consider their books that. But it's it's um very much like that. So there's romance novelist, and uh, she kind of is trying to not be in the public eye, but she's actually been called to the set of the movie that her movie's being adapted to, to um to help the lead actor like act like he's in love because he's like an action star usually so there's there's all kinds of stuff going on and i have to say robin covington is really good at the we have immediate chemistry are and are cool with sex but what are these feelings we're having i don't like it like that's like a really common <laughs> that's thing the best in her trope. and i love it so
0: it's been a long time since I have read a book like "What Are These Feelings?" I feel yes. like I might need to read that too. Yeah, it, and it's
1: trope. you know,
0: it's it's a great trope,
1: and and the the situation that the two are in is is perfect for it.
0: I was just looking at the cover. That is a very good cover. It's like a very nice clinch. I like that cover. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, I might have to look into this one. This sounds really cute.
1: Yeah, it was my first Robin Covington, I'm pretty sure, and it it definitely made me latch onto her for, for life.
0: <laughs> I I've I've read a couple of hers. I haven't read one of hers in a while, though. I feel like she has one that um, has come out recently that I wanted to read that I need to get into.
1: Yeah, she um, she's got two Harlequins out, which maybe is why you were thinking of that that are technically the first Harlequins by an Indigenous author with Indigenous characters. I don't don't know what the the community thought is around that, but... Oh,
0: that is what I was... You're right. That is absolutely what I was thinking of.
1: Yeah. The second one in that series is also very much... We have chemistry and the sex is okay, but what are these feelings?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that would make... A really excellent, like, list of what are these feelings? What are these feelings? I'm sure there's like eight million lists of those. I'm sure, yeah. Google, I'm sure, anyways. Yeah, but there can
1: always be a new one. There, that's true.
0: <laughs> yes, that is true. Okay, what's your next rec? Uh,
1: my next one is Meet Cute Club by Jack Harbin, and this one is about a guy who suddenly man- ended up. Uh, running a book club of romance readers and he goes to pick up the stack for the their next batch which they they read in groups and there are like current romance authors referenced in the in the series or in the in the book and he goes to the bookstore and the new bookseller immediately snarks about it and oh no of course He's like, well, why don't you come and see what it's about? And then their their little snark to lovers' experience happens, and it's it's just it's such a, a delightful read because they're both of the main characters are just like snarkily funny. Like I I don't I love snark. Do you like snark? Because I love. Snark.
2: Oh my gosh. He love snark. <laughs> we are big fans of snark
0: yes absolutely banter is one of my absolute favorite things in books if you tell me there's banter in a book I'm almost guaranteed to buy it
1: <laughs> yes yeah so that one it's it's just really cute because like there are all of these like side conversations about romance inside of the romance inside of the romance so it's just like <laughs> It's meta upon meta and it's just great. And it like, there's also the bookstore element and it's, there's just, there's so many things happening and it's, it's delightful.
0: Okay. That sounds super cute. Okay. And then what is your next rec?
1: Finally, I have Just Like This by Cole McCade, which is the second book in, which is the second book in the series, but I think you can read it as a standalone, but. I will definitely recommend also reading just like that, um, but it doesn't it doesn't qualify as meta to the way that this one does. And just like this is set in a boys' boarding school in somewhere in the northeast, and the two main characters are teachers. Or one is the football coach, and one is the art teacher. Huh. Um, and the football coach comes into the art class and is like, you're keeping my star quarterback after school. And he's like, he says he has to leave early because he's got to make it to practice. So they have to figure out their, like what's going on with their students. So there is some, some element of mystery about it. And there, you know, we, ha- we, you spend half the book worrying about the kid, which is, might be a thing that uh, some people have some trouble with, but it's, it's also really fun. And the art teacher art teacher football coach the art teacher is the one um, who reads romance novels and tells the football coach about them and they start uh trading them back and forth off of their bookshelves and it's just really delightful and it's another situation where actual authors that we know are name dropped like I think I think the guy picks up a princess in theory and is like what is this book about and like goes off to read it I think that's what it is but it might be um I'm almost
0: positive it is and also I'm I know that Courtney Milan was mentioned too there are a few because I read that I I really enjoy Cole McCade's writing and I really love this book and I never would have thought of it just because I wasn't I listened to it and so I don't pick up on um, as many things to highlight but you're absolutely Mm -hmm. right this was a great pick for this one yeah it's delightful though it is it's so delightful I mean it's angsty
1: because Kate can't not write yes (laughs) Um, yeah but but it's the it's delightfully angsty I don't know like the first one is definitely way on the angst Way high on the angst scale. Um, and this one might be a little lower. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> I, I think
0: so. And the two, um, the couple in this, they kind of needle each other in a really cute way. And um, yeah, this is, I really, really like this one. And the epilogue, which just, I could reread, I want to spend like a whole five books in that epilogue. It just delighted me to know end.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. It's so great.
0: Those were so some, some great, those were some great records. I just really, I want to go back and reread the epilogue now because I'm just thinking about how delightful it was. <laughs> no one's stopping you. <laughs> okay. So Melanie, what kind of recommendations did you have? Well, the, I picked Meta and then I was racking my
2: brains because I didn't realize that it was going to take some thinking to think up some books And the first book I picked is a book you're familiar with, Melinda, because you're the one that recommended to me. And it's (laughs) The Story Guy by Marianne Rivers. Uh, Melinda told me a couple of weeks, or maybe like a couple months ago, that this was one of her favorite books by one of her favorite authors. I had never heard of this book or this author. And when Melinda makes a rec, I, you know, tend to listen. So uh, this book, it's a novella. And it is one of the most beautiful books I've ever read. The heroine, Carrie, is a librarian. She is a librarian in Wisconsin. She's single and she's kind of lonely. And you sort of really feel her loneliness. And I thought about when I was reading this book, it really struck me how people might really uh, relate to her, especially now. She really wants to find a person to share her life with and... Um, she's not, you know, trying to hide that, and I don't know, I just really related to her, and then the hero, Brian, she comes across a personal ad, because she likes to read personal ads, and she just finds them amusing, and she sees one, and it's from this guy named Brian, and there's a picture of him, and he's just looking for somebody for one hour on Wednesdays at the park, and he just wants to kiss, like, that's What he's looking for someone to kiss for an hour in the park on Wednesdays and she thinks as one might that this is kind of a weird ad um Mm -hmm. and she responds thinking there's no way he's gonna respond back but he does sorry and so he uh so they meet and um they basically you know make out for an hour by the park and at the end of this hour they kind of both realize that this is like the best kiss they've ever experienced. And Carrie says, well, you know, it doesn't just have to be on Wednesdays and Brian sort of books it out of there. And because Brian has some, uh, some big secrets that he's keeping. And I just want to make it clear. This is not like one of those things where he's keeping a wife or kid's Hidden away in the suburbs. It's a romance. There is an HEA. I would never wreck a book like that. Just FYI. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what are we even doing here, Melinda? Never. (laughs) But uh, he's got, you know, some, he's got a lot of uh, personal and professional obligations. And so he doesn't think he has room in his life to add one more person and that it would be really unfair to do that to somebody else, given everything that's happening in his life. And so um, I just want to read this quote from the book um, because the title, like I said, is The Story Guy. So this quote is from uh, Carrie's talking to her coworker worker Justin, um, about what's happened and how she met this guy. And all he wants is just one hour on Wednesdays to kiss. And so this is what he says. Story guys are like life highlighters. Your life is all these big blocks of gray text And then a story guy comes in with a big old paragraph of neon pink so that when you flip back through your life, you can stop and remember all the important and interesting places. And I just, I love that. I think that is such a great description. And this book is sometimes painful and heartbreaking and poignant. And I would
0: definitely recommend it.
2: So that is my first pick.
0: I just really love Marianne Rivers. She doesn't she doesn't write anymore, but it's I that book just really really touched me, and I love pretty much everything she's written. So yeah, I just I mean love it her writing. just
2: packs such a punch for a novella because sometimes you think novellas might not get everything. I mean, there's like beautiful plots and character development, and it's just it's a lovely book. Like I read okay. that book, and then I like bought up her entire backlist.
1: I feel like I read this a long time ago, and it, it might have been the first romance I read with a librarian in it, so I was really mm-hmm. excited. And it was like, she's actually acting like a librarian. Like mm-hmm. I, I remember like having that feeling reading the book, and that that like made a significant difference in reading the story. Although like the the story was really good too. I
2: remember. Right. I remember. Yeah, it was. I it's from that. like
0: 2012 or something. It's yeah, it's pretty not old. New. I-
2: It's not a new, and I love that it didn't just mention that she's a librarian passing. Like, it gave us all of these passages where, like, she actually was at work and what she was doing and all of her, like, job descriptions and she had coworkers and, like, Mm -hmm. budget issues to deal with. Like, it really, like, for a novella, it packed a lot in there. Yeah. My second pick is a book that I'm sure most people have heard of. Take a (laughs) Hint, Danny Brown by Talia Hibbert. Um, I'm a big Talia stan. I love everything she's written. Um, Mm. And I love, love, love this book uh, because it's the hero in this book who is a huge romance fan and a romantic at heart. Professor Danny Brown, she's kind of, you know, not so romantic, not really interested in romance. And uh, Zap, Zafir Ansari, he's the... um, security guard at the university where she works and during a fire drill gone awry he um saves her and they somebody takes a video of that and it goes viral and suddenly doctor hashtag dr rugby is trending (laughs) and so they decide that hey you know why don't we just bang and you know and so the trope, this is one of my favorite tropes. It's let's bang to get her out of my system and surely I will not accidentally fall for her. Oops, sorry, too late. Um, it's like kind of a mouthful, but it is one of my absolute favorite tropes. And like I said, he's a big lover of romance and all through the books, he's sort of talking about romance. He's talking about romance with his sister-in-law and mother and, Um finally I I don't want to give all of it away for people who haven't read it, but the end scene um involves romance novels and it is just the most romantic thing. It is just the most romantic thing. And I don't want to give it away because I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but do read this book. It will bring a smile to your face.
1: It will.
2: And then my final pick, and I didn't realize until I picked it, but I think I picked this theme just so I could really talk about this book uh, (laughs) is uh, spoiler alert by Olivia date, which again, I'm sure most people have heard of, if not read. And, um, it's a ode to fan fiction, basically. So if you follow Olivia on Twitter, you might know that she was a fan of a certain show that just went off the air on HBO. And she was a fan of a certain pairing on that show that did not get the happily ever after they deserved and so she basically took inspiration and put it into spoiler spoiler alert. April is a geologist and she also is a big fan of this show called Gods of the Gates and she writes fan fiction and she is friendly with this other person who also writes fan fiction for a certain pairing on that show and it turns out that person happens to be one of the stars on that show. gasp <laughs> um, so anyway so she has she has started a, um, cosplay as one of the characters on the on the show and she gets um, some insulting comments on Twitter and so Marcus, who's the actor who's also writing fan fiction secretly comes to her rescue and it's just the most moving and beautiful story about love and self-acceptance and both of them have trauma due to like issues with toxic relationships with their parents and so there's um a lot of similarities and I don't I just really love this book and Um, she's so clever Olivia is so clever in how she writes it because there's all these chapters and then in the middle of these chapters come these like little interstitial chapters where it's like little um, like parts from excerpts from like fan fiction that they've written that somehow tie into the story and tie into where we are in the book right now it's just brilliantly done and I love this book so much and I cannot rave about it enough so that those are my picks uh, I yeah a brave with you about
1: spoiler uh, alert.
0: Same. I cannot I just adore that book so much. It's just the best. And it would
2: make such a good like movie or like a like a series, like a short
0: series. Oh please, mm-hmm. Netflix. Do me yes. this favorings. I mean also like with an actual fat actress it would yes, just be yes. the most amazing thing in the history For of the world. Real. Yes. It would be so great. Okay, so one of my recs is actually an author who I just started reading. Um, I'm not sure how to say her last name. I think it's Lease, but I'm not sure. Um, it's author Chloe Lease. And this is actually book three, which you can definitely read them as standalones. Um, it's ever after always. And it this one is a Marriage and Trouble book, which is one of my absolute favorite tropes. And there are not enough of these books for me. I just want so many more. And this one starts out like bam, right in the middle of the trouble. Like literally the um, husband has been kicked out of the house. And the meta comes in in the best way because the, um, the female main character's brother, she's got like four of them. Basically, kidnap the male main character and like just take him away for a couple hours and force romance novels onto him and are like, (laughs) read these. we will help you with your marriage. I mean, they also ask him what's going on and the guy, the guy won't tell them, but they're like, Mm. okay, read these romance novels. This will help you. And which just cracked me up to no end because he's like, what are you talking about? And so he starts reading them, but it's just such a good book. And there's also on the page couples therapy and like it's in detail, which like I love any kind of therapy on page, but like actual couples therapy was amazing to see. And like the therapy is not like one sided, like the therapist is like talking to both of them in detail about what to do better. And it's just really great. So, I really like it. Um, there's a lot of anxiety rep in her writing. And this one in particular has that. So, it's really great. So, I definitely I love that, that, that because one. I don't think I've ever seen therapy actually on page in a romance novel. Yeah. So, I've I'm seen very that a in it. couple times. But this one, the scene in particular that I'm thinking about, I just read it last night and it was detailed and like I thought it was very well done. I really liked it. And then my next rec, and I know that we love Holly Trent. I can't help it. I just love her so much. <laughs> it's so this, great. I can't help it. She has a book for everything. <laughs> so I couldn't figure out which book I wanted to recommend for this one. So I went with Three Part Harmony, which is in her um, writing her in series. It's a trilogy. Um, this is the second book. Again, these are definitely all standalones. Um, this is a triad. And I loved it so much, and this is meta because um, two out of three of them worked in publishing, and I just love the series because Holly does this really great job of um, examining all three people in the triad, and this book in particular um, has each one of the characters um, and their points of view very well thought out and I could understand where each one of them are coming from. And so um, one of the characters is someone in publishing and we get his points of view and he does not understand where this other character is coming from, thinks that she gets where she got in the company by taking advantage of her, um, like a relationship that she already has, like through nepotism. And so there's kind of like a love-hate thing going on. And then we have this other like kind of flighty male main character going on as the third person in the relationship. But I loved it because I could understand every character so well. I just felt like all the voices worked so well in this. And I feel like Holly just writes the best messy characters. Mm. And they were Mm -hmm. so messy, but I loved them. (laughs) So it was just, I love that book. And I think that um, it I definitely recommend it. So so there's that one. And then, um, and I actually just listened to this next one. It's Cat Sebastian, who obviously I, we all love Cat on Book Pod. Um, Two Rogues Make a Right. It has one of the characters it's using books, um, romance books, as seduction, which I mean... It's just super Mm. romantic. So, one of the characters has on page illness. So, he has consumption. And so, he's Mm. ill throughout the um, book, on and off. And the other character um, is kind of caretaking him. And um, they're friends to lovers. And it's just so delightful. And it's just really sweet the way they're like, he reads books to him and it's like an act of seduction and a couple of the scenes in other ways it's just kind of romantic but so I just it's just really sweet to see and then it's also very steamy in other parts so and it was a great audiobook so I definitely recommend that
1: that
2: sounds really good
1: It does and Kat Sebastian seems to be like regularly have books in her in her, in her stuff like there was the like er- erotic drawings like, hit, hit, yes <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> and, and and you know like that that's that book itself was about um a publisher yes all oh, that. yes so, yeah so I feel like
0: I'm, you're right I could have just chosen almost an, uh, a whole bunch of hers <laughs> so those are all of my meta rec so we've given you like nine really good recommendations for meta and thank you jess for talking to us about libraries i really appreciate that information that you um gave to us i think that'll help readers understand a little bit more about um Murmans and libraries in general
1: absolutely and i definitely recommend anybody see what their libraries their recommendation policies are and just you know see how they can get more books on the pages especially those in or on the shelves especially those indies that we like we we think about and would love other people to read but know that not everybody can can buy them so yeah and thank you thank you both so much for having me this was a lot of fun
0: (laughs) yes and so we love libraries and we love you where would you like um people to be able to find you
1: uh, you can find me on the various socials on Twitter I'm mostly on Twitter I okay. practically live on Twitter um and that is at Jess's reading all one word I also hang out on instagram um which is just underscore is underscore reading
0: okay awesome we will okay. also put that in the show notes as well okay well thanks for listening to Ron Paul inclusively yours and happy reading We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Rom Book Pod, inclusively yours. If you'd like weekly recommendations for inclusive romance, please take a moment to subscribe. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest at Rom Book Pod. That's R-O-M-B-K-P-O-D. Thank you for joining us, and until next time, happy reading.